one of the greatest podcasts to do of the year. Now, this year's not going to be as long because I'm going to try to get to my points quicker, and I really didn't write that much down other than my NFL season predictions for 2020. And my expectation is that we get through an entire season. This is a league that makes a lot of money. This is a league that is testing players daily as well as coaches and staff and all that stuff. Daily testing. Their positive rate has been phenomenal throughout the early portion of the uh, camps and all that stuff. They've done a great job. And I think that they'll get through it. But hopefully it happens, man. Hopefully the whole season happens. It starts tomorrow night. I believe is the game on NBC. I'm not even sure. I'm just going to guess that it is. But uh, it's the Chiefs and the Texans opening up the season. In this podcast episode on ECSW, we will be doing division records and predictions for that. We will be doing playoff predictions, which last year I'll go over some of my stuff that I really effed up on, if we're being honest. My awards, and then, uh, yeah, that's it. So it'll be quick, nice, and smooth as I pull up my predictions from last year. And uh, I think I've already reviewed those when I previewed the Super Bowl. Um, I talked about how bad my predictions were. So there you go. That was earlier this year when everything was normal was uh, when I recorded that podcast. So uh, just a couple. My division winners last year were the Patriots. That happened. The Steelers, no. The Colts, no. I think the Texans won that division, right? And the Chiefs, they did win their division, right? I'm, I'm trying to remember all this. The Eagles, they did win their division. The Bears, that didn't happen. The Falcons, that didn't happen. And the Rams, that didn't happen. So my MVP was Jared Goff. He really took a step back. Uh, Khalil Mack, Defensive Player of the Year, that didn't happen. TJ Hawkinson got hurt. Uh, and then Quinnen Williams was my Defensive Rookie of the Year, and he struggled mightily. Uh, and then my Coach of the Year was Matt Nagy, which that didn't work either. And then I had the... Uh, NFC Championship as the Bears and Rams, it was the Packers and Niners. Then I had the AFC Championship as the Chiefs and Patriots, it was the Chiefs and Titans, right? So then I had the Chiefs losing 31-28 in the Super Bowl. So I had the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, so props on that. But other than that, it was brutal. So hopefully this year we can do better. I have a big fantasy football draft tonight. I'll probably tweet out my team and what it's looking like there in 18 league, so it shouldn't be that hard to get a solid squad going. Uh, so it's... Football season eve. It feels good. It feels good to be here. I'm glad we got here. And like I said, I hope it happens, right? And you can follow me on Twitter at Ethan Carter SW. Let's get into this. AFC East. This division last year I missed the mark on. Uh, I had the Patriots win the division, which I got correct, but I had the Jets being better than the Bills, which didn't happen because the Bills made the playoffs. So uh, I'm going to change a little bit this year. We're going to start the number four team. I have the Miami Dolphins going 6-10. and 10. I know that Ryan Fitzpatrick will be their day one, week one starter. That's not going to last. I think Tua Tagovailoa, it's a matter of time before he gets in there. I'm thinking maybe week five or six we'll see him as the starter there in Miami. Uh, they overachieved last year. A lot of people thought they'd be a very bad team. Uh, but you could argue the turning point of the Tom Brady era in New England was their week 17 loss that for that did not allow them to get a bye in the playoffs last year. And they lose to the Titans in the first playoff game they had so I'm gonna have the Dolphins at 6 and 10 I think it's a solid number to look at uh they're gonna get better though I think they're about one year away from being a a at least a decent contender 
for a playoff spot, considering there's one extra playoff spot now. So uh, third place, I'm going to go with the New England Patriots, the post-Tom Brady here. I think they're going to be 8-8. Eight eight. Now, are they an 8-8 eight eight team in terms of talent? I'd say no. You look at how many guys have opted out. They've already lost Tom Brady. They traded Gronk, who I know didn't play last year, but add on to the uh, weirdness there. But they did add Cam Newton. Is Cam Newton still going to be what he was when he won MVP? No. Is he still going to be good? I think so. I think Cam Newton will be fine. Uh, but 8-8 eight eight is still overachieving for this roster. They're right about a 6-10 and 10 team. If you look at their roster up and down, they're not that much better than the Dolphins. But they have the Bill Belichick factor. Now, Brian Flores looks like he's going to be quite a head coach in this league. But the Belichick factor in New England, 8-8 eight eight for them. Number two, I'm going to go with the New York Jets at 9-7. and seven. I'm going to have them slightly making the playoffs over the Raiders, who we will talk about later. So the Jets 9-7 and seven back in the playoffs. Now, I've been one guy that has been over overhyping the Jets for years, and I don't know why I do it. I had them going 10-6 and six last year. They were a disaster uh, first Adam Gase season. I think they'll be better this year, though. I really do. I think 9-7, 8-8 and, seven, eight and eight is something that they should look at, and I think that they will barely sneak into the playoffs in this scenario. Now, is it because I listen to Joe and Evan on WFAN, huge Jets guys, and they are miserable all the time over their team, and I want to make them not miserable by overhyping them? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But... 9-7 for the Jets would be good. And then, of course, the division winner, the 11-5 Buffalo Bills for me. Now, I like Josh Allen. I think he has a lot of accuracy issues in terms of throwing the football. I think that he's very mobile and good and runs the offense well. I think Sean McDermott is a fantastic head coach, probably a top-five head coach in the AFC behind probably Belichick, Harbaugh, Tomlin, and Andy Reid, I would say. I'd say he's number five behind those guys. I mean, you could look at maybe... Uh, um, John Gruden, maybe, or Mike Vrabel, or both those are good coaches right there. Uh, but I, McDermott has been a great head coach for the Bills. They made the playoffs last year. They lost late fashion against the Texans. I think that they could go further this year. We'll see. But, um, yeah, 11-5 and five Bills make the playoffs, and that makes them the number two seed in the AFC right there. Let's move forward. AFC North. Fourth place, easy pick, 4-12 and 12 for me for the Cincinnati Bengals. I just don't think they have it. Overall, up and down talent-wise, I think Joe Burrow will be solid. I think he'll be one of the better rookie quarterbacks in this class for sure because he's going to be starting from day one, I assume. Now, I'm not keeping up 100% on NFL news, but I'm assuming he'd be that guy. Um, third place, I didn't want to do this. I picked the Steelers to win the division last year. They didn't, but their defense was very good. And they didn't miss the playoffs by much without Ben Roethlisberger being there, um, but I'm gonna have them going eight and eight. I just think they're gonna they're gonna be good, but they're gonna take a little bit of a step back. I don't know why. I think their defense overachieved a little bit last year. The Minka Fitzpatrick uh, acquisition was great, but I'm gonna have them at eight and eight. I don't know why. I just have a weird feeling. Now I think the Browns will bounce back. The Browns were a classic case of massively overhyped last year. They were horrendous last year. They had the talent to be a good club. And I think this year they'll take a step forward. And 10-6, and six, I think, is what the Browns will go. I didn't really fall into the trap of the Browns being good last year. I got them in third place. So maybe I'm falling into my own trap this year by having them making the playoffs and being a 10-6 and six team. I think Baker Mayfield's going to get better, though. I think the hype got to him last year. And you'd think Odell is going to be better and Jarvis Landry. They have the offense there in place. Austin Hooper coming in. The offensive line still solid. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb in the backfield. So watch out. Uh, the Ravens, they just have so much talent. And such a, they're such a well-run football team. 
Uh, I think they'll win the division 11-5. and five. It'll be close, though, down to the wire. The Ravens ousting the Browns by one game, uh, giving them the three seed in the AFC. On to the AFC South, a weird division that's really hard to predict, but I think it's a, an easy prediction saying the Jacksonville Jaguars will go about 3-13 and 13 this year. Yannick Ngakwe is gone. Leonard Fournette's gone. Nick Foles is gone. Now, Foles didn't do much for them. He got hurt in the first week, but he's gone. Handing over the keys to Gardner Minshew, a terrible roster in front of him. Doug Marone, probably his last year there, if I had to guess. It's getting ugly in Jacksonville. I think they're pretty easily the fourth team. Now, another team that overachieved making the playoffs and then going to the AFC Championship last year was the Tennessee Titans. And how amazing would it have been to see a Packers-Titans Super Bowl? I would have loved it myself, but it was obviously the opposite. Uh, I think the Titans go nine, 7 and 9. Ryan Tannehill's good, but is he good enough to just dominate another regular season like that? Like, he didn't play the whole season last year, but he was very good. I don't see it. I think they're going to fall back a little bit. So 7-9 for the Titans. Uh, the next second-place team, I have the Texans, 10-6. Uh, and six. I think Deshaun Watson is that good. Now they bring in Randall Cobb. They make the weird trade to get David Johnson and get rid of DeAndre Hopkins, which is still crazy to me that that even happened. Um, so offensively, I'm worried, but I think Deshaun Watson is good enough to get them to the playoffs, 10-6. and six. I'll go with the Texans. And, a team winning the division for me, a bounce back. The Indianapolis Colts, the team that was uh, solid a couple years ago, the last year of Andrew Luck. And then last year was weird, losing Andrew Luck right before the season was tough uh, and all that stuff that happened. But, um, yeah, I'd say Phillip Rivers comes in, has a good season, bounces back. He's got, he's got He doesn't necessarily have better weapons, but he has a better system, I think, for him. And the offensive line is better. And then you have a solid running game behind there with uh, Mack and Jonathan Taylor. But uh, the defense is pretty good, too. So I think the Colts can go 11-5, and make the playoffs. And the AFC West, who's going to win this division, I wonder? Well, third and fourth place. Fourth place, I have the Chargers going 6-10. and I'm not sure about the quarterback situation there. I think overall their offense is solid. Their defense is okay as well. Solid defense, I would say. Some good pass rushing on the outside with Bosa and Ingram and then... Uh, on the back end with Desmond King leading the secondary. Um, and the Broncos, 8-8 eight and eight for me in third. Drew Locke, see what he can do. He's got some good weapons in there. Jerry Judy coming in as a rookie receiver, a great draft class for receivers. He's one of the best. Uh, and then the Raiders doing the same thing. I think the Raiders go 9-7. and seven. I think the Jets barely, slightly edge them via a tiebreaker of some sort. I don't know if they play each other this year. Because I'm not one of those guys that counts up every game and whether these records can actually all happen, whatever. I don't expect to be 100% right anyway. But the Raiders 9-7, and seven, taking a bit of a step forward from last year. I think Darren Waller, Henry Ruggs, Josh Jacobs, and I think Derek Carr is good enough to get them to a 9-7 and seven, uh, point. Their roster building has been solid. But I think the Chiefs, the unanimous number one team in the AFC, I think they live up to that hype. Not much of a Super Bowl hangover from this team. Too much electricity on offense, adding Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in there, the rookie out of LSU. A 12-4 season for the Chiefs, the number one seed. Now here's my seeding for the AFC before we go to the NFC. In the AFC, 1-7, through seven, Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, Colts, Texans, Browns, Jets. Okay, to the NFC we go. The NFC East, the Washington NFL Club, formerly... With a different name, we'll say. I have them going 6-10 and 10 the first year of Ron Rivera. Hopefully Ron Rivera can uh, get through the rough stuff 
with his cancer diagnosis. Wish him all the best, of course. Um, Dwayne Haskins, second year, see what he can do. I think they'll be solid, but 6-10 is right about where I see them. Uh, the Giants, I think Joe Judge, year one, it's tough for new coaches to get acclimated to their new homes, especially a first-time coach such as Joe Judge. Not really necessarily a Rivera or McCarthy of sort, but I think they take a step forward. Daniel Jones, year two, I think he tones down the fumble issue. He gets a little bit better. Saquon Barkley's due for a bounce-back season. Um, so I'll have the Giants at 9-7. and seven. I'm worried about their defense, so for sure. Uh, the Eagles, I think we'll finally see a full-on, full completely full Carson Wentz season where they go 10-6 and six and make the playoffs. Um, I think the Eagles are good enough to do it. It'll be tough, though. This NFC is not a joke. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, number one, 13-3. I think the Cowboys are going to have a big season. A lot of weapons on both sides of the football. Love their offense this year. I mean, they have everything up and down. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, rookie C.D. Lamb, which is unfair. Ezekiel Elliott, I think Dak Prescott should have a big season. Mike McCarthy's offense, I think they're just going to have a weird, we don't know the entire offense, but we're going to be great anyway type deal going in Dallas for sure. So I have the Cowboys winning that division, the Eagles making the playoffs as well. On to the NFC North, where my Green Bay Packers reside. Uh, I think this is another year of the Lions just being bad. I've been listening to Lions fans for the last five years say, this is the year, Stafford's going to be healthy, when's it going to happen? 3-13, and 13, the Lions are going to suck once again. And I'm sorry that I say that to the nice Lions fans, but it's pathetic at this point. Seriously, when are you going to be good? I've been told for years that Stafford's better than Rodgers. The Lions are going to win the division. When's it going to happen? The Packers were 4-6 and six in 2016, won the next six games, including Week 17 at Detroit to win the division. What are you guys doing? Anyway, number three, the Vikings. I don't know. That offense is going to struggle, I think. I mean, they get Irv Smith. They still have Kyle Rudolph. They still have Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. But Kirk Cousins, man, I don't Stephon Diggs, I think they're going to really – Justin Jefferson's in there as well, another great rookie receiver. But they're going to miss Stephon Diggs, I'm telling you right now. I don't know. This is going to be a weird year for the Vikings, I think. Now, they could win week one against the Packers, and maybe things change. Uh, the Bears, I think they're due for a bounce back. Will Trubisky be the quarterback the entire season? I'm not sure, but I think he'll be better. It's hard to be worse than he was last year. I think the Bears go 10-6 and six and make the playoffs. I think the Packers, everyone thinks they suck. They went 13-3. They were a good team. Were they as good as 13-3? No. Were they an NFC championship favorite? No. Are they still a good club that I think has a better roster this year than last year? Maybe. It's close. I think they go 11-5. and five. Uh, A couple games back from last year, but I think they win the division once again. I think Rodgers is going to have a big second year in that system, to be honest. I, I'm feeling that. And then they have a three-headed monster at back. I don't know how much they're actually going to use A.J. Dillon, the rookie, but Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, pretty solid. Now, the receiving core is something that's been talked about forever. They didn't take a receiver in the draft at all, not even a little, which everyone thought they might do in the first round. They passed on it. I think Adams, Lazard, and Valdez-Scantling is a solid top three. I think most of that is weighted on the fact that Devontae Adams is one of the best receivers in the league. But watch out for Lazard and Valdez scaling. I think they could have solid seasons. Um, and maybe Equinemia St. Brown bounces back somehow. We don't know. Tight end's a bit of a worry. The O-line's solid. Uh, Rodgers hopefully has a good year two in the system like a lot of quarterbacks. Do you look at Matt Ryan's year two in the LaFleur-Shanahan type system? He won the MVP. We'll see. Rodgers is getting up there, though, so we'll see. Uh, so I have the Packers win the division. The Bears making the playoffs as well. This division is going to be talked about a lot. The NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons don't do it for me. 7-9 and nine finishing in fourth. The Carolina Panthers, first year with Matt Rule 
And Joe Brady is the offensive coordinator. Teddy Bridgewater, the quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater, man. Let me tell you something about Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Why did I do that? I don't know. I just think about that a lot because of the Caliendo Gruden thing. Whatever. Uh, I think the Panthers go 8-8 eight and eight third place. I think the Saints go 11-5 and five second place. They'll be great. But I have a weird feeling about this Bucks team, especially in the regular season. I think the Bucks could be tremendous. Tom Brady, new offense, got tons of weapons. He's got Leonard Fournette. Who knows how good he is still. Ronald Jones is second in the backfield. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, O.J. Howard. They got a plethora of great weapons on offense. I think the Bucks will be good. And they were a good defense last year, so they'll be good. 12-4, and four, the Bucks win the NFC South. On to the NFC West, the most stacked division in football because up and down there's not one bad team that I see in this division. 8-8, eight and eight, Los Angeles Rams still failing to live up to the hype after their Super Bowl appearance a couple years ago. Uh, I have, Shockingly, I have the Seahawks in third and 9-7. Now, the Seahawks have been a club in years past that has been so good at home because they have amazing fans in that stadium that are very loud and make it very difficult for the op- opponent I think they go 9-7. and seven. I think Russell Wilson will still be great. A little worried about the defense, though. The Arizona Cardinals will go 9-7 and seven as well. Loaded offense. They're one step away this season from making the playoffs next season, which I think they will. Kyler Murray in there, he was very impressive last year. I think he'll be better. You look at the weapons that he now has uh, at his disposal. I mean, the running back group is solid. You add in a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, who is probably the first or second best receiver in the league alongside Michael Thomas. Uh, they're going to be good. 9-7, and seven, though, I think is what they will go. And then the division winner will be the reigning NFC champion, San Francisco 49ers, who are just absolutely loaded. It's disgusting how loaded they are. I mean, seriously. They get um, – they draft well. They've done so. Their defense is scary loaded. They add Trent Williams on the offensive line. They add Brandon Ayuk, the receiver out of Arizona State. They took him, right? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but – Jimmy Garoppolo is a solid QB, good enough to run that offense. George Kittle is the best tight end in football. 11-5 is what I have the Niners going. So NFC seeds 1 through 7, Cowboys 1, Bucks 2, Niners 3, Packers 4, Saints 5, Bears 6, Eagles 7. Now let's shift over to the playoff predictions. The AFC wildcard round, the Bills and Jets, the first matchup. Give me the Bills winning at home 31-24. An upset coming, the Ravens and the Browns. The Browns go in and... Play staunchy defense in Baltimore and win 24-14, advancing in the playoffs for the first time in probably a million years. Uh, another big one, the Colts knock off the Texans at Lucas Oil Stadium 20-17. Moving on, so the Bills, Browns, and Colts on to the AFC Division Round. Now in the NFC, wild card round. The Bucks take down the Eagles 31-21 at Raymond James Stadium, I believe is what it's called. The Niners make quick work of the Bears, 28-10. The Bears just can't figure out that Niner defense in San Fran. And the Packers win a close one at Lambeau, the frozen tundra in January, 27-24. Uh, AFC Divisional Round, the Browns get pounced, 38-21, pummeled, I should have said, by the Chiefs. Too hard to go into Arrowhead in January and win against that offense. Uh, and then an upset. The Colts beat the Bills 27-26 with the Colts moving on to the AFC Championship. In the NFC, Aaron Rodgers does it again. He goes into Dallas 38-34. They barely, on a last-second touchdown scored by Alan Lazard in the back of the end zone, beat the Cowboys. Rodgers beats McCarthy 38-34. And the Bucks 
with a big win at home, 21-20 over the 49ers. So it'll be the Bucks and the Packers in the NFC Championship. The Packers back to the NFC Championship for the third time in five years. Can they actually win one? Probably not because they're not at Lambeau. they got to get one at Lambeau, man. The Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl with a 32-20 win over the Colts. And the Bucks, first year of Tom Brady to the Super Bowl. They go 24-21. They beat the Packers on a last-second field goal. Super Bowl LV, which I believe is 55. The Chiefs win back-to-back Super Bowls. Andy Reid doesn't have one now. He has two. 38-31. Mahomes does it. Again, the Super Bowl MVP will be Tyree Kill after a two-touchdown, 137-yard performance. So the Chiefs beat the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Awards. The MVP will go to Dak Prescott. He'll have a big season in McCarthy's system. The coach of the year will go to Mike McCarthy. He goes from Green Bay, where he made the playoffs many years, including a Super Bowl in 2011, the 45th Super Bowl, by the way. He'll win coach of the year. Offensive player of the year will be Christian McCaffrey, who will have a massive season. But guess what? He's not a quarterback, so he can't win MVP. There you go. The defensive player of the year will be Nick Bosa, who in his second year shows his dominance as he barely beats Aaron Donald for Defensive Player of the Year. Offensive Rookie of the Year will be the madly hyped Clyde Edwards-Lair, who will have a big year with his big role in Kansas City. And the Defensive Rookie of the Year will be Isaiah Simmons, who is a big part of what will be the turnaround in Arizona defensively, leading them to a 9-7 and year. They couldn't guard linebackers. Will they get this guy in there? You're going to see something special. So thank you for listening so much to this podcast. We will be back. Probably my next one will probably be, maybe I'll talk about the Packer game after the Packer game, do an emergency reaction to every single game this year. Maybe I should do that. I just thought of that off the top of my head. Or maybe I'll be previewing the Stanley Cup final. It'll probably be Sunday, talk about the Packer game, a little post-Packer game podcast, talking about what the boys did in Minnesota. So I will see you then. Hopefully we have a great football season and a full one, and hopefully this Sunday is fun. I will see you in the next podcast on ECSW.